Welcome to this presentation from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. We are located in the greater Los Angeles area at 9820 Lakewood Boulevard in Downey, California. We would love to have you worship with us any Saturday you are in our area. Today's message is allow yourself to do what is best. Now, here's Pastor Kerry. Praise God. Praise God. Well, it's New Year's coming, or here, and um, we're starting a new series, and the series is called Breakout. Uh, we all, you know, some of us make our resolutions, we think of New Year, a new time of life, a new, you know, you think about the things that you will um, want to make changes in your life. And if you were to write down the things that you wanted to make changes um, last year, and you look at it this year, and it's probably not that much different. Um, We struggle with making big changes in our lives. Um, So we're going to go through a series just to talk about that. How do we break out? How do we break out of our, um, you know, our routine, our rut, our our things that are uh, that keep us back? That that. Don't allow us to, to become truly the people that God wants us to be. So I'm excited about it. And today the title is called Allow Yourself to Do What is Best. And we'll pray. Father, Lord, thank you so much. Thank you so much for this good day, this um, time we can be with you and, and in your presence, Lord. I pray, Father, that you just help us to recognize that you have you've created us. Um, you are a, a God of design and you've created us with purpose and meaning and help us to always remember that and help us to live our lives um, that reflect that as as what you have done and designed for us to be lord father i just pray may your holy spirit guide us now we pray these things in jesus name amen so first verse i have is one that you've all of you've heard and um, you know probably have used in your life for so many different times. <laughs> Proverbs three five six says, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to Him, and He will make your path straight." That's a very good start to a way of living your life. Right. If you were to live our lives fully in trusting in the Lord, in all that we do, it would. That, that just seems like a good idea, doesn't it? Right. Trust in the Lord. You know, things are happening. Um, I was sharing this with my young adults class that um, the idea of trust the process. Have you ever heard those words before? Trust the process. Your life, God has created you and with purpose and design and you're going through this journey and, and just you trust that the Lord is taking you exactly where you need to go and to learn the things you need to learn and ultimately end up with Him in eternity. In the middle of it, we get a little, we get these obstacles and um, these rainstorms and all these things are happening to us that make us forget that we lose sight of that um so 
But while you're in that storm or in those obstacles and those challenges, don't forget to trust the process, right? Well, the next verse of Proverbs says, Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. Um, and then what this is saying is don't rely on yourself and your own wisdom. Trusting the Lord is relying on his purpose, his words, his calling, his direction, his path. We have, what, what this is, we react to life in our own way, in the way we do things. Um, I was, like, for example, there are some of us, like, if someone hurts us, what we want to do is what? Hurt them back! That just seems like what we, that's like being wise in our own eyes. That's just what we do. We hurt that person back, guess what? They have that same reaction. You hurt me, I'm going to hurt you back. And then guess what? We have war. I tell my kids, every war started with a pinch. Right? It started with a pinch, then you hit, and then you fight, and then you get your bazooka out, and then you get your nuclear bombs out, boom! Right? So, so remember this, we have natural reactions towards things. That is being wise in our own eyes. Right? Instead, let's trust the Lord. Lean on to His understanding. And then it says, Fear the Lord and shun evil. And if you do this, if you do this, guess what it happens? It says, this will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. The title of my sermon is to allow yourself to do what is best. Sometimes we live, we have our lives, we all have our, our habits. And some of these habits are not always productive or positive. And one of the things is, you start to realize that. It's like, why am I doing something that is not necessarily good for me? Let's say, well, use smoking, for example. Almost everyone that smokes now thinks smoking is bad for you. Right? Do you, can you ask a smoker and say, hey, is smoking good for you? And they would probably say, no. But they get some benefit by doing it. There's some benefit for immediate benefit. It helps them relax or whatever. It helps. I saw this driving in Montana. It says, smoking on this big old warehouse. Smoking helps you relax. And then it has three tombstones on it. <laughs> When you're dead, you have nothing to worry about, right? But, so we have these, these habits that happen that are self-destructive. And why do we do this? Well, part of it is because a lot of times we're used to doing the right thing for the wrong reasons. 
Like your dad is telling you, do this, do this, and you're always, you know, you don't want to make waves, so you start doing this. Or your, your, your teachers are telling you this, or your bosses. So everybody's telling you what to do, and you're there trying to please people, and you're trying to do the right things for the right reasons, or for the wrong reasons. And then after a while, you get so sick of doing the right things for the wrong reasons, you get to have your little vices. Right? Freedom! You know, I get my little, you know, I'm pretty good 90% of the time. Just allow me to have a gallon of ice cream every day. Just give me, allow me to have my little gallon of ice cream every day. Okay. And so, so that's, that's just how we think about it. Um, and then, wouldn't it be nice to do the right thing for the right reason? Not for because what everybody else, not what the expectations of the rest of the world does, but do the right thing for the right, what's, because it's what's best for us. Because, according to this, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean on your own understanding. Guess what's, what's going to happen? Do not be wise in your own eyes. Good things are going to happen. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Chris, where are you? I'm here. All right. Boy, you don't even need a mic. No one knows this. Even Chris didn't know this until a few minutes ago that he's coming up, coming up to share. But, Chris, you look really good. Thanks, Pastor. You, you, have you noticed that he looks really He's always looks good but now he looks really good i see i see the ladies all you know i'm just uh, i just wanted you to share what's gone on with your life to to make you to to see the change that you've had in your life so like we talked about i think a month or two ago when we we had this conversation um so i started a business like six seven years ago and it's really stressful and uh I had never really learned good habits to manage stress. I mean, one of the habits to manage stress that I, I had and that I see in my family as well, I, I observe this, that, you know, things get stressful and you just start eating too much and too much not good stuff like ice cream and potato chips and stuff like that. So I, I put on a lot of weight. Like, I gained a ton of weight. Um, and... Uh, you know, you go to the doctor every so often, every like six months or a year to get your checkup and they take a blood test and, you know, I went in for my blood test and uh, all my numbers had previously been fine and then just the next time they just weren't. Uh, the doctor was like, dude, you have high everything. Uh, like mm-hmm. high blood sugar, high um, triglycerides, high cholesterol, high blood pressure. And I was like, no, I'm too young to have all of this, you know. And of course, the doctor's reaction is that he wants to just put you on a million different pills for all of these things. But I was like, no, no, I'm not doing any of that. You know, give me six months and we'll come back and then we'll, we'll take a look, right? So I lost 40 pounds in the next Amen. six months after that. Um, that was about two, two years ago, two and a half years ago, something like that. Um, and I've been on this journey since then. And in fact, one of the things uh, that I've found is really important, it's not just stopping one behavior. It's not just, okay, so, you know, I eat too much and I eat too much ice cream, so I've got to eat less. That's it. 
Um, well, I, I found that, that substituting good habits for bad habits was really important. Right. So, for example, uh, for snacking on stuff, I often just will take a handful or two of spinach just raw and eat it. It's kind of gross, but... Um, <laughs> I'm not doing it because it tastes good. I'm doing right. it because it's like just insanely good for right. you, right? Amen. Um, and another thing that I, I started that was uh, really helpful, um, and I, I got support from my friend and business partner in this, like, you know, we both have bad habits when we get stressed out, and so we're like, let's just have good habits instead. So we have a stressful day at work, and we just stop what we're doing in the middle of the day, and we're like, you want to work out right now? And then we work out. So, like, we did the Insanity program together several times. And, um, like, that's really helpful. So, like, when the stress happens, exercise. Because when you exercise, your body releases endorphins that make you feel really good. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, what were we so stressed out about? I don't even, exactly. I don't even remember anymore because I feel fine now. So, right. um, so it's, it's been a journey. And I'm, uh, I'm still not totally there. I'd like to still lose a little, little more fat, put on a little more muscle, that sort of thing. But... Uh, and then, of course, the real challenge is going to be now that I've, I've you know, lost all of this weight, um, I need to continue to live this lifestyle of health. Yeah. Uh, and that's the real challenge. I mean, I'm up here talking right now, but like two, three years from now, I, I might be, you know, who knows? Right. So um, if that happens, we'll have you come up here again and share. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's awesome, man. Praise God. Thank you so much. Thanks. Here's a guy who's broke out, right? Just totally made this big change of his life, and it, it broke out. Um, it's interesting for us. A lot of us kind of will know it. Like, there's people that been through the seminars that we're going to have today and heard the same things over and over again, but still find themselves doing the same things that they do over and over, even though they know it's not good for them. Right? We just do these things that we know that's not good for them. One of the interesting aspects of this is um, Mark 12, 30 to 31 says, Love the Lord with all you... With your heart, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is to love your neighbor as yourself, and there is no commandment greater than these. Why do I say that? Um, in in this particular time, one of the things we should understand, like the Hebrew context of this, um, loving your neighbor as loving yourself is like, if you are hungry, what are you going to do? You're going to go feed yourself. If you're cold, what are you going to do? You're going to put your, a coat on. If you don't have a place to sleep, you're going to go and rent a Hotel 6 and find a bed for you to sleep on, right? Um, this is what Jesus is saying. You do the same with your neighbor. If your neighbor is hungry, feed them. If your ha- neighbor is cold, um, wrap them up. If your neighbor is homeless, um, find a place for them to stay. This is what it means to love your neighbor as yourself. But there's also a kind of a psychological sense to this. Is um, Here's this 
this blog that I read. It says, when we truly love and respect ourselves, we would never abuse our bodies or do the things that cause us pain or let other people abuse us in any way. So what we're saying is these habits that are self-destructive, you do get a benefit of it, immediate benefit of it all, but you also know Mostly, most people know the negative consequences, long-term effects of these habits. And so, but what, for whatever reason, we don't truly value ourselves, love ourselves enough to do what is best, what is right for ourselves. For some reason, we... we um, we don't think we're worthy of truly experiencing the very most that God wants to give us in life. And we result to these negative, self-destructing behaviors that keep us from experiencing that. Um, Galatians 6, 9 says, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Travis's children's story was dynamite today, wasn't it? Right? And that's what it was about, not giving up. And the reality is we are going to reap what we sow no matter what. Like if we're going to reap it to like, let's face it, our young people have this incredible challenge of electronic addictions. Right? They will could spend hours and hours and hours doing something, playing electronic. When they are doing it, they spend 12 hours playing a game, and at the end of the day, what have they done? Nothing. There was nothing that accomplished, they, they've accomplished in life because of it. It's, man, it's just Satan's tool to just completely distract us from experiencing the most out of life. At the same time of what we eat, you know, the things that we eat, you know, it is, it is just a matter of time if you eat the same things over and over again that you're going to get the consequences. You're going to reap what you are sowing. What you do with what you watch, what will you do with what your time? You're always going to reap what you are sowing. How you spend your life. But this says, let us not become weary in doing good. Do the right thing. Not, and not because, what I was saying before, not because we're so used, not because the pastor's telling you to do it, not because the church is telling you to do it, not because you're used to the parents just telling you, nagging you. You know, that's what happens is we start doing things for other people and all of a sudden you're going to want your own freedom and so you start doing self-destructive stuff because you want your own freedom. Do what is right. Do what is good for you because you love yourself. Because God loves you. And as you are doing these things, you are reaping in long-term effects. You didn't lose 40 pounds in one day. If you did, go to the hospital. <laughs> it took time, right? 
So he's reaping what he's sowing. Right? It might, this change in your life, this breakout experience might not happen in a day. And if it did, it's probably not real anyways. Do what is best. Do what is right. Do what is good. Not for anybody else, but for you. Because you love yourself, and more importantly, God loves you. Let us pray. Father, Lord, thank you so much for this good day, this opportunity to to grow and to learn. And Father, help us as we listen to messages every day and we... we, um, we uh, make choices every day, and some choices are good, some choices are, are bad. But help us recognize, Lord, help us to value ourselves the way you value us, and that we are able to, to do what's, what's best for us, because we truly love ourselves, and again, more importantly, that you love us, Father. Thank you, Father, for this time. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you have been blessed by this message from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. You can find more messages at www.downeychurch.org. God bless.